So the heat wave is still going on here in Finland. I don't have air conditioning, so I will be sweating my balls off here. So I do apologize in advance that I'm gonna gradually be more sweaty as this video goes on. So what I thought we could do this time is to go on Reddit and go on one of the subreddits that I follow and find a good question uh, that relates to being a better artist. So right now I'm looking at we are the music makers. What's a good way to learn music theory? I've wanted to try making music for a while now, but right now I'm just screwing around with the piano roll. I have no idea how chords work or any of that. Okay, the sweating begins now. So, got my water. I think the very first thing is to identify what type of a learner you are. Whether it's auditive, written, or you need someone in person, or you need a practical implementation on, a, on an instrument, for example. Whatever that is, if you can identify or you already know what kind of a learner you are, that's great. I think you should choose that first, and once you know how you learn, then choose the resources. Ultimately, that information is available for free online, and literally the only thing you need to do is Google Music Theory Basics. Now, you're probably gonna find different sort of standards. So in music theory, we have different grades. For example, in different countries, they use different sort of systems, but I wouldn't get too caught up on that. It doesn't necessarily need to be relevant to you right now. But if you're literally just starting out, don't overthink it. Identify how you learn and then start Googling. And once something clicks with you, go with it. You're just learning the fundamentals. Find something that looks and feels right for you and get going. Don't rush it. It's always better that you grind in those fundamentals deeply and don't advance until you get what something is about. The idea is that you get into the basic principles of rhythm, harmony, and melody. And once you start to build a more solid foundation, then you can build on top of that. If you learn from videos, there are a ton of free videos on YouTube and other sites. If you need someone to teach you, I'm sure there's a local music school somewhere, or you can find someone online who gives those sort of lessons. If books are more of your thing, you're not gonna struggle finding those at either your local library or your local bookstore. If you go to the library, you can simply walk up to the desk and ask. Just tell them that you're looking for an introduction to music theory and they will help you out. Usually what you're gonna find is something like this. Uh, you're gonna find maybe a two or three part book series on music theory. This is called the AB Guide to Music Theory. I thought these were pretty good. I revised my theory with these before I went to university. Um, I think they build up nicely from kind of the ground up, from the basics. If you play an instrument, use that instrument to learn the theory. So once you read about it, once you watch a video, 
or listen to a lecture, whatever it might be, have your instrument at hand and start applying that theory on that instrument immediately. If you don't currently play an instrument, this is a great time to start doing so because you can start to build your understanding of, of the theory as well as the instrument at the same time. So if you've been thinking about playing the keyboards or playing guitar, great. Now's the time to grab that instrument and start finding those notes. Which instrument it's going to be, I think that's a personal preference. A lot of people find that understanding music theory is a lot easier on a keyboard, on a piano. I understand where that comes from. I don't think it's necessarily the case for everyone. But what's great about the piano is that it consists of similar individual octaves. So once you start to learn the note relationships in one octave, it's easier to apply that uh, across the board. Of course, it, that's an oversimplification, but still it's far easier to visualize if you compare it to something like the neck of a guitar, which is a bit more abstract, I'd say. The second part of learning theory is to listen to a ton of music. I can't over accentuate how important that is. Listen to a lot of music. Listen to music you love. Listen to music you hate. Listen to music that sounds weird and odd to you. And try and look for something interesting in it. Of course, try and find music that speaks to you. Music that's interesting to you because ultimately you're going to go much further to understand what it's about. But it can't be all comfortable. You have to push yourself. Go to that uncharted territory. Get uncomfortable. Honestly, I credit most of my ability to jump between genres to just that. Listening to a ton of music. When you listen to music, you are already subconsciously at least processing that music, those structures, those sounds, and you're building an archive, a library of different musical ideas and influences in the background. It might sound odd at first because it doesn't feel like you're learning, you're just listening to music. But there's so much that's happening here unconsciously, and a lot of it is, is far more conscious than you might initially think. Your brain and your ear does a lot of processing without you realizing that. And this is all about building a library, building an archive of all kinds of different things that you can do in music. You never know when you're writing a song, then something pops up. You hear one thing that you heard on that weird record two years ago, and you go, actually, that could be applied here. And now, once you've listened to that many, many times and listened to a lot of different music, now you have a basic understanding of what might happen with the harmony. At least if you can't articulate it, you'll have a feeling, you'll have an understanding of where you would like to go or where the music needs to go. And this brings us to the last point, which is apply what you're learning. Apply that theory to 
writing music or playing music. If you're more of a musician or sorry, an instrumentalist, then apply it to what you're playing. But a lot of you asking these questions, you want to write your own music or at least produce, be a part of that creative process, have some creative input. You need to start applying what you're learning. The more you're writing, the better. It's very easy to forget what you're learning when you don't apply it. And the great thing about writing music is that it's a very emotional process. And we human beings remember things really well when there's intense emotional context to what we're dealing with. You're going to learn so much faster if you start applying that theory into something concrete, a song of yours or a song of a friend. You're going to learn that theory so much quicker and you're going to retain that information for so much longer if you tie it to something you care about. And I would recommend that you write as much music as you possibly can because that application is going to strengthen those neural pathways that you're forming when you're learning about theory. Finished.